0: When you guys started this uh, blogcast, did you think that episode thirty, this is where we'd be?
1: No, I I think no, not at all. I think I would have assumed the thirtieth episode would be like the thirty hottest guys we've mentioned on the show thus far. <laughs> Genuinely. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Her Life Blogcast. Woohoo! Woo-hoo. Guys, I'm so excited! This is our 30th episode special. Can you believe it? Sentimental. I can't. Honestly. It is. Wow. And that's not counting yeah. the, like supplemental blog audio things. Like, really, we're over the 30 mark. If you're being technical, but I'm excited, guys. Like, this is this is big. This is big. Okay. So, we wanted to kind of dedicate this episode to the very pivotal election season cycle that is upon us right now. Obviously, 2020 is like very meaningful and weird in a lot of ways. And one of those ways is how big this election will be. And I think the age we are at as like Gen Z women, it's just very interesting to see how us as voters are really going to make an impact in this election more so than in. 2016, I would say. So we kind of wanted to dedicate this episode. We're going to do 30 reasons to vote in 2020 to celebrate 30 episodes of the Her Life Vlogcast.
2: What a great idea, Rich. That was good.
1: Yeah. I'm excited. We have a whole ensemble joining us today. This is going to be quite the party by the end. We have a lot of familiar faces of the Her Life Vlogcast that will be joining us throughout the episode. So stay tuned. I'm really excited. This is the first kind of time we're doing this format. So there's maybe a little trial and error, but we're making it work. 30 episodes we're resilient you know (laughs) (laughs) let's kick it off with some normalcy we'll do a quick her reflections rapid round Hannah want to kick us off with your H happy sure (laughs)
3: I'm happy that uh, my mom and I've been getting into a biking routine so every Saturday morning we get up we found a trail nearby that's nice and flat and it goes on for like 14 miles we don't do the whole 14 miles, but we, we're building up our endurance, you know, and we get, we go on the trail, and then we get bagel sandwiches, nice BEC, bacon, egg, and cheese, and it's just really nice, a nice day to kick off the weekend, and spend some time with my mama.
1: Oh, we love a mother-daughter bonding, you know us. We do. <laughs> that hand, I'm happy for you. Thank you. <laughs> what are you excited about girl
2: sure so you know fall is coming as weird as that sounds so you know what that means all the fall essentials especially from bath and body works the candles now listen i can't have candles in my mom's house because she's allergic to all scents literally all all scents. really yeah, like, I've been, I've tried to get candles before, and she's like, are you Or this is a new scent, I don't like it, I, this can't be, like, I'm going to, like, sneeze oh to death. God. So, essentially, I can only really have candles at my dad's house, or, our, our, like, our future apartment, so just be prepared. But, um, <laughs> I do love a good uh, Bath and Body Works candle. Mm-hmm. There are, they are a little pricey, oh, yeah. but it's, you like, gotta yeah. wait
3: for them to go on sale.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: that's true, that's true.
1: Kay's gonna be featured in this episode a little later on. We love Kay on the blogcast, but her one of her like significant love interests of her life is like a chemist for Bath and Body and he makes all the sense. So she gets candles out the wazoo.
3: <gasps> You're kidding me. That sounds literally amazing. I have to text her. <laughs> like this is
1: yeah.
3: Okay. Hook some girls up.
1: Right, that's great. I'm excited for Fall 12, And I'm excited for Kay and her love. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> My R realization is that I'm getting better slash I need to get better at communicating what I want and, and what I need. I just think I, it happens within like professional ways and I think personal ways too, where it's like I know how I'm feeling and I get to a place where I'm very confident in it. Then I have a very hard time communicating that to the people who I need to. And it's not fair to them either, whether it's a job or like a love, it doesn't matter. Or even a friend. I just think it's good to like, don't let things fester when you know you feel a certain way. Communicate. That's my
3: realization. This is a great time, Rachel. I got, no, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) That was good. (laughs) Sorry, I couldn't help myself. That was so good, Hannah. Oh my God, it's
2: too
1: too good. Okay. (laughs) I love it. Love a rapid fire, her reflection round. It's great to catch up with you three ladies. Also, just quickly, I want to say I loved the Talk and Body series, mini series that we did. And I feel like that should be a recurring thing. I think there's enough to do with it. And the reception we have been getting is so great that we have some new people listening because of that because it really, it did well. And I think it was such a just I felt so much better having the conversation. So I'm just excited about it. So I just wanted to plug that too. Brennan will be here as well later on. So this is going to be so fun, like a real party. Okay, let's dive in, though, to start our reasons to vote. So I will start off because recently it came out today. We were recording this on Wednesday, and it came out, I first thought on People, but it's kind of everywhere. Meghan Markle and Gloria Steinem sat down for a backyard chat, which was put on by the Makers Women platform, and essentially just facilitating insightful conversation among, like, powerhouse women in pop culture and, like, feminist culture in general. They had this great long sit down. The whole video is coming out later this week. So by the time this is out, that'll probably be available for everybody. But the article came out with a few really good quotes. And I am taking reason number one, why we should vote in 2020, straight from Gloria Steinem, who's like, iconic. She says, well, if you don't vote, you don't exist. Hey, but it's true. It's like, you do not really exist as an American. Your voice is not being heard if you don't vote. So do it. For the love of God. Reason number one you want to hit us with number two we're just firing away um yes mine's short and sweet but it's literally to
3: show to stand up for what you believe in and if you want to profess you know now is your time to do it and no one's stopping you so all the more power to you you know
1: absolutely and especially like the bigger elections you only get like they only the presidential election only comes around every four years so it's like if you miss that vote. A lot's going to change in those four years. You know what I mean? Unless you Yeah, don't.
3: I was, I missed the first, my birthday's late, so I missed the last election. So actually, this will be my first time voting in a presidential oh, exciting, election. Hannah. Yeah, because I missed it by like six days.
2: Oh, no. Oh, yeah. yeah first timer right here.
1: Yay! Oh, my God, it was the- <laughs> to be here with you talking about it it's
2: a fun experience too. too like you know just in general like filling yeah. out the ballot etc it's just fun I'm excited I like registered like three times I think because like I <laughs> just in case. I think at Fordham they had something like to register and then when I got my new license I registered again so I'm pretty sure I'm good <laughs> but... But you can check online though guys to see mm-hmm. if you're registered and I just do it just in case it does it literally yeah. like two second results so do okay.
3: Yeah, so I'm pretty excited
1: Hi Hannah! We love! Oh my god, that's a great question yeah.
3: <laughs> Thank you
1: and then how about you? Hit us with your the third
2: reason Sure, sure, sure. So my question to you guys is what are what is our future generations going to think or how will this impact our own kids? Um, And, like, we're kind of just creating that foundation. And I know it's kind of hard to put that in perspective now since we're, like, young and we're, like, just getting into the voting scene, et cetera. But really, like, we're creating history and we're creating that foundation for our own kids and and for the next generation.
1: Moment is so interesting to me. And I think it's half because we are just growing up and, like, thinking about the future in ways that we hadn't before. Because, like, when we first got into college – okay, like, you're, you're just thinking about the next four years, really. But now is the first time where we're really thinking, like, out into the future. And we're also at a very interesting political climate in America where I think everybody's really thinking about even, like, the actual climate. You know what I'm saying? Like, the global. Right. The environment, too. <laughs> like, all of these things are kind of more pertinent, that, certainly, than they were four years ago. Probably more so than they were a year ago. Sometimes even months ago. You know what I mean? A lot has changed within the landscape of America. And it's very cool that we get the opportunity now to let our voice be heard in a very important and significant way. So that's a great reason. I love that. All right, we're starting off strong. I'm gonna I'm gonna round out this first intro reasons round with reason number four. It's literally going to be very embarrassing for you if you don't. Like everybody's talking about it, everyone's it, it's so important, it's more important than ever. And I think people are more into it than ever, rightfully so. So if you have to go around and like lie and say that you voted just so people won't think less, just vote. Like what the hell are we doing? Am I right? Yeah, that's like more effort to just lie that's- or yeah. do a reason. To but lie. you know what I mean? Like I imagine there would be a lot of shame that comes with that. Like, Oh, who, like, did you vote? Da, 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 and you're like, Oh no. It's like, wh- what? Like that's embarrassing. It truly is. At this time you're going to like give up that right No, X, X, that is our top four reasons, and now I think it's time to invite in our first. Oh my gosh! Guest. Oh, exciting! Are you guys excited? Yes. Let's okay. bring them in, well, or at least let him. Let it be a surprise. Let's just let him pop in, and also like he doesn't know when he's being admitted, so I like wonder if we're gonna like catch him. I don't know. Here he comes. Ready? Kevin Berga. Hi. Oh my god. Kevin, <laughs> welcome back to the Her Life blogcast. It's a pleasure to see you today. How are you?
0: It's great to be here. We've completed the uh Herc quadrility. All four of us are here. <laughs> We've done it. Herc.
1: <laughs> I'm so excited you're here. Kevin, do you have a happy, excited and or realization you'd like to share before we start?
0: <laughs> I have an excited. I just recently started playing music in person with people again. Safely. Ooh. With people that are tested and close by. So that's been fun. I've been I've been playing with them. So probably see them again this weekend. Some uh, some nice bar pleaser covers coming your way eventually
1: nice that's very exciting Kevin. i'm happy for you and i'm happy that you're here i think i'm very excited to hear what you have to say reasons to vote 2020 just give us one just start with one
0: i really i really only have one big one (laughs) and it's it's kind of heavy so do i have a time limit no 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 okay (laughs) am i hopping right into it yeah Oh my god Okay, so my, my topic's kind of heavy So I thought I'd, you know, ease the tension in I thought of a creative, fun, quick way To like relieve the tension For like a fun, a fun way to introduce a pretty heavy topic So I made a song for it And uh, I'm, I'm going to play it right now <laughs> so I'm going to introduce my topic with a song Here we go
3: Amazing
0: um. Yeah, fascism. <laughs> you can sing along at home <laughs> if you know the words.
1: <laughs> that was a really strong intro, Kevin. Very, thank you. Thank you for prepping that for us.
0: I figured, you know, in lieu of a trigger warning, I I might as well make some music, and then I feel like that eases the uh, the creative tension to go and, and start talking about fascism in America, if that's where we all want to go.
1: I mean. You're leading this conversation now. This is your segment, buddy. <laughs> fascism.
0: I guess I did come in a, a little strong, didn't I? Where I kind of taken the floor. All right.
1: You can do anything you want. Oh,
0: my God. Well, I guess since I've, we've sung the song, we might as well talk about fascism, shall we? So American fascism, the rise of American fascism, and the ability to end it, put an end to it, before it really gets going is the reason why I think every single person should vote against fascism, obviously. Uh, Realizing that there is a active fascist movement in America is probably the most important political influence and realization I've had. So I had my excited and then that's probably also my realization. And there's a lot of empirical data and research that supports that the movement is real and that it's a very real threat. So I want to do my best to display that information here. Uh but also another, you know, disclaimer. I'm not an expert. I'm just a person that is trying to stay informed as a citizen.
1: That's a great intro. I'm very excited to hear what you have to say. I'm like not that I'm like I don't where is it gonna bring? Like I'm not into fascism. I don't want you to think that, but I will. <laughs> it's not my brain uh, personally, but I'm excited to hear like your thoughts.
0: I like how you said it like it's a Netflix show. Like, I, I don't really know. I'm not really into fascism, but like, you know, you, you might be able to convince me. I think the most popular fascist movie is Sky High. Have you guys ever seen Sky High? The
3: Disney Never. Channel movie? The DCOM?
0: Yeah. The Disney Channel movie, I'm pretty sure is very fascist. Like, go back and watch it. I know we have like fond memories of it, but mm-hmm. it's literally like these kids that have no say in anything just get picked up one day. And then they get separated into groups and there is just in-group, out-group, get out of here. And then they get all the benefits and then the out-group. So we can go back and we, I didn't have on my notes, Sky High is not written down. So let's not go okay. beam on that. But I thought that was a nice little intro.
4: Okay.
0: So maybe I can put the question back to you guys. Like, has American fascism been something you'll have talked about? with friends or family or looked into
1: for me not even a, like not at all hmm. not for a second with anybody that I know until this moment honestly my dad brings it up quite often actually
2: because he's from Italy so oh. he's all about it I mean and as in like
0: <laughs> oh my god no, I got <laughs> no. I got him.
2: oh my god that sounds really bad but as in like he likes <laughs> Yeah. He likes to compare it to in a like it's bad. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <That's>... Don't worry.
0: <laughs> Get him on the mic. I want to talk to him.
2: No, no, no. He's a good guy. Trust me. He's trust me.
0: I believe it. Mussolini
2: bad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Those are my notes. That's it. It just says Mussolini bad, fascism bad. Um, Hannah, anything? No. That was the challenge. Okay. I just don't want to <laughs> Alright, well, cool. So we have a, a plethora of knowledges about it. I'm actively learning about it because it has to be unlearned that America is not invulnerable to fascism. We are very much vulnerable and we're experiencing it now. I believe I went through the public school system in New York. I think a lot of people that went through the schooling system were taught that America, American ideologies are the antithesis of fascism. There's no way we could be fascist. We went to war to fight fascism. We there was D-Day and we bombed imperialist Japan twice. And there was the constitutional bill of rights and checks and balances. And there's no way we could ever be become fascist. I mean, that's for Europe to do in the, the early 1900s. But we are actively going through the prescribed steps that ultimately lead that every fascist state has gone through that ultimately leads to a fascist state. Another thing that people might be interested in or know about is Antifa. Is that familiar to everyone in the... No. Oh, wow. Okay, so it's like a big talking point with the Black Lives Matter movements and has been co-opted by the right as a catch-all for all protesters. Antifa is stands for anti-fascist. It's a decentralized, ground-roots system that's fighting fascist oppression in america there's no Americ there's american antifa but antifa is something that can take place all over the world um a lot of people hear antifa and think it's like a terrorist group like al-qaeda antifa mm-hmm. and isis like they all go together but it's not it's not centralized um it's just anti-fascist they dress up in black they have red flags but again it's just anyone who wants to do it but the trump administration and the right have co-opted it And say that Antifa are radicals that are for a lawless state. And they group in all peaceful, from peaceful protesting to radical destruction of buildings and coups. They all group in with Antifa. And that's a pretty common trend in fascism to group in everyone so that there's in groups and out groups.
1: I feel, stre- I feel stressed. Anyone else feeling stressed? Show of hands, who's, who feels unsettled? Yeah, that's, yeah.
0: I'm sorry if this is not how you expected it to go. Was I, like, Would was I, I had, like, oh, you know, vote, like, it's an exercise, like, a muscle you're supposed to exercise, but also I care about fascism, anti-fascism a lot, so should I, like, cut it short? Because I know you have other people coming through. I,
1: I mean, we do have other people, so that's the only I feel like maybe we have, I was going to say, like, a fascism episode. We would, like, brand it differently than that. <laughs> i feel like we should like fascism episode yeah the fascism special like i don't know if we'll do that exactly but for this dad is not a fascist by the way like that sounded bad (laughs) we know no i i believe that result like i know know what you mean um no but yeah kevin let's circle back to like (laughs) reasons to vote like let's just clarify what explain the connection yeah soundbite kevin
0: a soundbite so, so we are going through, there are prescribed steps to, that lead up to fascist states. Every state that has become fascist has gone through these. So that's the good news. The bad news is that we are in those steps. The good news is that we are able to observe that we're going through the steps and then vote to stop them. And we can recognize them, reorganize, and if we choose to stop these steps, yeah. um, you can find these online, Stages of fascism. You know, political deadlock, an advancing left, a conservative side that doesn't want to work with the others, that feels reinforcements, a political outsider that comes in and acts as a strong man. We're going through all of these, and we can vote to stop the progression, but we have to realize that there is a fascist movement yeah. that can ultimately lead to a fascist regime if we don't <sighs> pay attention to it. Yeah. Again,
1: like raise a hand if you're stressed, but channel it, channel the stress, vote it out, vote, vote your yeah. stress away
0: vote the stress away.
1: That's a great reason. Talk to me about the exercising of the muscle. I want to hear that too.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so I think the fascism is a virus and the antidote is having strong democratic discourse and a strong democratic system. So if we have an educated, active, and excited to vote populace, it's much harder to let fascism in. It's like if you on runs eat an apple a day you have a strong body you're gonna have a stronger immune system so mm-hmm. for decades we've seen the defunding of education the defunding of voting rights voter suppression is you know there's trends of that in america too um, we have to like also recognize those and train the muscle because we're not doing that right now and it's atrophying because we have an unexcited uninterested uneducated populace and That's partially on the populace, and it's partially on the people that wanted it to be that way. So um, it needs to be exercised, and I live in New York State. A lot of people think, I don't need to vote, I'm not a swing state. But just like going out, going to the polls, seeing what democracy looks like, taking action, feels amazing. And also is strengthening those democratic muscles that you have, that we kind of just sit on the couch all year, every four years, every two years. Um, So this is our chance to work them out.
1: Work it. Work it, Kevin. Work it, work it.
0: You're making (laughs) me blush.
1: (laughs) Those are great reasons to vote. I I appreciate the intro that you gave us. I think it really did supplement the discussion well. and I appreciate it. Let's hear now from a good, good friend of yours and a co-host of yours. Oh, my God. Devin D'Agostino, who couldn't be with us live, but who sent in a video submission. Devin.
2: Happy 30th episode, extravaganza to the Her Life blogcast. Congratulations, guys. So cool. And also, so cool that for episode number 30, guys are doing 30 reasons to vote. So here are three of mine. Reason one make your voice heard. You got something to say? Best way to say it is through voting. Reason number two to incite positive change. In the system in which we live, change is started through voting. So vote. And reason number three if you don't vote, then you can't complain, right? If you didn't try to make a difference, then you have no right to complain. So everybody, get out there and vote, vote, vote. So important, important election. Unless of course you're voting for Donald Trump, then you know what? No reason to vote. Maybe stay in, skip voting this election. You Be better for all of us in the long run. But otherwise, get out there and vote. Once again, congratulations, Rachel, Emma, and Hannah. 30 episodes, so cool. To 30 more. Alright, thanks. Oh,
1: man. So that was Devin with a side appearance of his new facial hair, which I think we're all feeling. <laughs> so handsome.
0: So he's handsome. Well, he's gonna be a so great wise.
1: teacher. He's gonna be such a great oh teacher. Oh my
3: gosh. Oh, he's, a, he's gonna be a teacher? Your yeah, dad. A teacher
2: for America. Oh my gosh.
1: Oh, he's gonna be so, so good. And great reasons. I think the yes. one that really resonates is like you can't complain if you don't get out and vote. And I think a lot of <laughs> Americans love to complain about all kinds of stuff. And that's fine, it's part of it. But like, <laughs> exercise your road, work it out, vote, okay. I think it's time, guys, to admit the other party guests. Are you ready? Definitely. The waiting room is now empty. We're all here. Hello, hello. hello everybody, <laughs> hello, hello and welcome. Let's start with G. G, introduce yourself. Gianna Castellano, everybody.
4: Hi, I'm Gianna, all of you know me, <laughs> what to <did I> say? <laughs>
1: Well, you are to her life listeners. We did the church girl episode. I think we called it "Sex, Drugs, and Church Music," and it's one of my favorite episodes. I think it was a really great discussion that we had. That was back when we were still at Fordham. First of all, how are you? Good.
4: I'm good. I'm sad, but you
1: know,
4: we <laughs> <laughs> get through
1: it, I guess. How are I you? I there, right? I feel. I'm glad you're doing well. I'm glad that you're here. We are so excited to hear your reason to vote, but before we do that, let's hear from Laurel Dillon and a very special guest, Zach Lowry. Welcome to the Her Life Vlogcast. So excited to be here, Rach.
2: Thanks so much for having us.
1: Oh my god, I'm like really thrilled. Okay, great to be here. Laurel was on, what, you were on the quarantine episode and on the Mother's Day yes. special? Yes, Mother's so Day and quarantine, yes. Fans will know her voice, but now the YouTube fans are seeing her face, and I'm so excited. Okay. We let's start with G. G, give us your reason to vote and anything else you want to say about 2020 election. Just give us all, give us all your voting thoughts. You missed Kevin's thoughts on fascism, but I'm sure we will circle back at some point. So just go ahead, lay it on us.
4: (laughs) So I said that I mean, why not? Like, what are what else do you do? Basically, especially now. I don't know about you guys where you are, but New Jersey's doing mail-ins, so there's really no excuse. But I mean, this is your chance to be part of something that's greater than just you. know, it's a part, it's your chance to be part of your community and really have a say in who legislates that community and this country is so great. So why would you not want to have a
1: say in
4: the office?
1: Literally. We love that. That's a great reason. I'm happy you're here. It's so great to see you. It really is. I feel it's been so long. <laughs> I'm just glad that you're here under these circumstances. It's cool to see everybody. This is our biggest episode, guys. It's such a party. <laughs> Okay, let's shoot it back over to Laurel. Give me your reason, sister. Okay, so my reason
3: to well, vote. Okay, so first of all, I'm from Washington. Mail-in voting has been the case in Washington for several years, which is super lucky because it's voting is really easy and it lowers disenfranchisement. But I think the main reason to vote is because it's our civic duty, it's written into the Constitution. If you have the ability to vote, there are so many people, not only in this country, but in the world who would love to have that opportunity. There are so many people who are disenfranchised in this country, whether through barriers to vote, through voter registration issues, through felon disenfranchisement. And if you have the ability to vote and you're actively choosing not to, I think that that's that's wrong. Like If you have that ability, it is so coveted and so important to use it.
1: Yes, It's a civic duty, sister. I feel that. Well said. She's poli-sci. feel you. Zach, I'm turning it over to you. Do you have a bonus reason?
2: Uh, I'll just add on, I think it's a great way to express your opinions and have some kind of an impact on the laws that continue to change and shape our country. I think we have a lot of positive change that we could have, and I'd like to see that happen. I just filled out my primary ballot right before this, so be partaking in my civic duty
1: we love to see it we love a thematic evening of voting for you i'm so happy this is so thrilling okay i'm excited for you guys to stick around like i said to you before and like the million emails i said am sorry this is like a stressful episode to plan but i think it's going well i'm very happy that you're all here um but stick around we're going to continue we're only on reason number 12 at this point so we have lots more reasons to go through stick around i'm gonna bring us back for reason number 12 to michelle obama You should vote in 2020 because Michelle Obama told us to, like, very explicitly, and I will do anything she tells me. Like, I don't know if you guys watched her DNC speech. I hope to God that you did. I thought it was so profoundly inspiring, and at such a pivotal time, obviously, I think everyone was like, will she up the We Go High speech from the last convention? And like, can she? That was so epic. She did, you know? Thoughts on Michelle Obama? Kevin's coming in?
0: I think she's great. Me too. Yeah. I, I can't lie. I didn't, I didn't watch, I, I haven't watched any of the convention. I have no reason not to. I just have been watching other things that bring me joy because that's what I need right now. I think I get my political information, you know, still elsewhere and still constantly. It'd be good to hear it straight from the firsthand accounts of, of people that creating a unifying base. Huh? My mom is telling me every night to watch the convention and then I'm like, maybe and then i turn on hulu and then it's hulu's live streaming both the rnc and the dnc and then i'm like nah broad city one more time uh (laughs) so like that's where i'm at but you rachel and everyone in this chat has made me want to go and go back and see the live stuff the recorded stuff and get some more info
1: there's definitely like a lot of highlights available if you seek them out and where I think you can get abridged versions of all the very pertinent stuff because it is just a lot of content to consume. Um, and I think you can get bogged down by it, especially by the Republican convention stuff. Like there's a lot of weird things happening right now there, but whatever. But my point that I also wanted to make about Michelle Obama is like, if Michelle cannot, I don't, I'm not on a first name basis, if Michelle Obama cannot convince you to vote and not only vote, but like <laughs> vote for Biden in 2020 that I certainly cannot. She is much more, she's just way smarter than I am and I think more persuasive than I could ever be because of who she is, but check it out if you do. That's like my plea to you because I think it will change your perspective. Emma, I know you also wanted to reference Michelle Obama, so I'm going to throw it to you.
2: Yeah, no, a main part of her speech, I guess this is reason 13, was just to be empathetic and I mean it's just not only about you it's also about everybody around you so vote for the people around you
1: absolutely no for sure i think yeah that was just such a strong thing and you can't you can't disagree with that like we should have empathy for our fellow americans and there are certainly some fellow americans right now who are not being treated equally and if we can use our vote to help change that why wouldn't you right
0: i just really like how you said fellow americans that's all i want to say i think it just makes me feel so um, unified with everyone in the chat and everyone in the country, fellow Americans. That's all I want to say. Thank, Thank you.
1: you. No, I agree. That was a good little pump up. Okay, another fellow American who we're about to hear from is none other than Sarah Brown, uh, who I love with my whole heart. She could not be here. She's very busy, law student. She is what I'm calling our resident legal analyst on the Her Life blogcast. She's in law school right now, killing it, and I'm very proud of her. She sent us in a video submission as well. She does a lip, a red lip for voting.
5: As my two quick reasons to vote, uh, especially this November 2020, is that the President of the United States selects the Supreme Court Justices. They nominate it and it's confirmed by the Senate. Traditionally, the Senate always confirms the President's nominations, the most recent being Justice Kavanaugh, um, about two summers ago. Over the next term, for the next incoming President, there will be about three to four new Justices that need to be appointed, and these are lifetime appointments. So nine justices deciding on the biggest cases and biggest issues affecting our nation. So it's very important to throw your support behind whichever candidate you believe uh, will be putting Supreme Court justices that align with your political beliefs. And the second reason going along with that is presidents also choose federal court justices, which is lesser known, but these judges um, are at the forefront of major cases affecting LGBTQ rights, transgender rights, reproductive rights for women, um, gender violence cases, all of these cases which eventually might be selected by the Supreme Court. These are really big deals in changing case law and precedent. And the president nominates every single one of them. Um, and these could be tons of cases over you know, their four year to eight year terms. So get out there and vote this November. Make sure you research the candidates and know what their platforms are make sure that they align with your goals and also potentially you know the people they align themselves with and who they'll be choosing not only for their cabinet but potentially as future justices thanks guys
1: oh thanks sarah we love sarah any responses to sarah's good stuff also laurel and zach had to blast but like wait love isn't it? can i just like have a side tangent like they fell in love during quarantine <laughs> they met on hinge this is not an ad
0: saw them on uh love in the time of corona right that's on, <laughs> on so I I'm that. watching that today is it oh, good
2: i got to like record it it's interesting okay i they like actually filmed
3: it like in quarantine right like i like
1: i can't wait anyway so i also want to have laurel on for like 11 quarantine episodes similar because i just i'm so curious about like how this is going down they seem very happy he seems great i'm just like happy for them i'm happy they came on we got a boyfriend on the broadcast. This is big. Back to Sarah. We love Sarah. I think those were really excellent points. Um, appointments like these are so huge, and also the allocation of our tax dollars, which I think Emma also wanted to bring up. Emma, the floor is yours.
2: I think oftentimes, especially also like last voting, I, I didn't really think like where my money was going, to, and also like being an adult now, I kind mm-hmm. of obviously take care more of my finances. So it's our money. And so we should choose how our tax dollars are spent. And like what Sarah said, like do your research on these platforms who they associate with, because it's our money and we should know what's going to happen to it.
1: No, absolutely. I think also like on a grander scale, yes, because we're becoming adults and like money is more apparent to us than it's ever been. But also I think just within The way funds are allocated in America, and then it's like on a smaller scale as well. We hear a lot about the defund the police movement and all of that, which is just something I had never considered before because there was never a context where I could learn about it and really understand it. But to understand what that means and how our vote can help to, I don't know, just address situations where certain Americans are being underserved or disserved, you know what I mean, by the system and how our tax money via our vote can can really make an impact there. So there's a lot of weight behind it. You know what I mean? And I think it's very important to do your research too, because obviously like presidential, there's two main candidates. So you're going to vote for one of those, but there are so many other things that we need to be considering. And I think certainly in 2016, I th- I was kind of like, yeah, okay, whatever. Like I didn't consider it as much. Let's, let's throw it back to Hannah. Hannah, for reason number 18, Yes.
3: So basically, what I was my 18th reason or our 18th reason um, respect those who fought so hard to give us this right. Whether it be like founding fathers, suffragettes, anybody like we like Laurel touched like other people in other countries don't have this right, and so like we should be thankful for it. And it's it's quite frankly rude (laughs) if you don't. So use it um, for those who fought so hard for us to get it. So there i said
1: it you <laughs> said it no i agree I think it's disres- it really i think it's blatantly disrespectful for you not to exercise your rights that someone like literally risked lives and changed the courses of history so that we can for you to just sit back and be like eh, it's not for me screw you that's how i feel
0: yeah. i was just gonna say mm-hmm. uh, agree with hannah in that and add on to it in that not only do people in other countries not have the right to vote also echoing what laurel said a lot of people in America don't have the right to vote. And it's pretty scary because we like to think that I live in the New York suburbs. I just go down to my old parish, St. Francis, and I go and I cast my vote and I get my sticker and I'm like, oh, this is very nice. If I get convicted of a felony on the way home, I really don't want to, but I lose my right to vote. Also, we have a pandemic going on. There's also a pandemic of Voter suppression going on in America, so vote for the people that you think are gonna make voting easier in the future. The USPS is a good example. The problem going on with them, so just wanted to echo a lot of stuff that Hannah and Laurel said that I really agree with.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and also stuff that I think is becoming more readily available information. Again, like I keep comparing it to 2016 because I think also I was just a very different person back then when I was voting and I didn't take it. As seriously maybe as I should have certainly not as seriously as I'm taking it now because there's so much more attention on all of the issues that really and truly will be impacted by who was elected in November so definitely true great points all around it's time for reason number 19 which was very intentionally selected Emma Spolzee hit me well it's all about the 19th amendment people okay Thanks. Woo!
2: we are celebrating a hundred years of women's constitutional right to vote so for all the women out there, heck, the men out there, heck, anybody out there, vote for women.
1: Yes, it's so no, it's so true, and I think it's just such an inspirational moment in time to see all of the cool things on social media happening, celebrating the 100 years. It's like it is so meaningful. You cannot deny it. there is something so just like ah, we're here, right? Don't you feel it? 2020.
0: I was just thinking that, like Rachel, while you were comparing to 2016 and the person you were back then. I was thinking how lucid this moment felt of being on Zoom talking about an election coming up and thinking back to who I was in 2016. I feel like I was just loathing man, just like floating through the world, just hoping that everything works out and expecting it to. And now I feel very much that I am present and need to act to make it so the things that I want. So nice. You made me feel very present there.
1: Headspace. Thank you for joining. No, I feel good about that. That's a good point. Also, something I wanted to point out, which I've seen a lot on Instagram about 1920 was great and it was a big milestone, but important to note, it was a milestone for white women. That's a very important, you know, disclaimer to to put out there. So I think now being more aware of that, I think we continue the fight to make equality like actually equality. I think it sounded like, oh yeah, gender equality. No, it wasn't like it was for the privileged, you know? So I think that's always something to keep in the back of our minds. There's It's always more than just a binary also, too. You know what I mean? So things to consider. I think we're all just becoming smarter and more progressive and cool about it, so I'm happy to be here, guys. Okay. I think we are going to transition now to Kay, who sent us in a little audio blurb, and she made some really great points. I love Kay. I love when she's on the show. Hannah, I know she echoed some of the points you made before, so without further ado, let's play Kay's and then we'll talk we'll talk about her.
4: <laughs> hey, y'all, it's Kay. I think this is such an awesome podcast and an awesome topic to tackle, especially in the state of the world that we're in right now. When I think about the personal reason to vote, I kind of take a moment to step back and reflect on the places I've traveled and the societies I've been to and just seeing how the dynamic works between the people and the government. And I think a lot of people forget how incredibly blessed and lucky we are that we have the opportunity to vote I know a lot of the times people feel like their voice doesn't matter or just the way our system is set up but um I it just blows my mind that in other places you know they don't care what the people have to say and their voice doesn't matter and it never has mattered and I know that only until recently so many of us never even had the chance to vote like women never had the chance to vote Minorities never had the chance to vote. And the fact that we do now and to not, I feel like it's such a disgrace to our ancestors that worked so hard for those rights. So that's why I'm going to vote. You should too.
1: She's so cute. I love her. Like, well said. Like, she really lays it on me and then she's like, you should too. And we all should.
2: She also has a great podcast voice.
1: Yeah. I'm going to say it. She has a sexy voice. Like, I could listen to her say yes. all kinds of stuff. Don't you think? Like, she really has a good voice. I, oh, I miss her. No. Oh. <laughs> oh, great! She's so great. She'll be returning soon, I'm sure. But, oh, I just I don't know. Great points. I think we like touched on it all, but I think she really summarized it in a really great and impactful way, and it just sounded great. Okay, I'm going to pivot now to like a recent-ish piece of news that I'm sure we're all aware of at this point. My most recent reason for voting, which is the 22nd reason for this episode is jacob blake i'm sure we've all like i said heard this story but protests have been erupting lately after this 29 year old black father was shot multiple times in the back by police after trying to break up a fight in broad daylight um he's now paralyzed which is awful but thank god he's not dead because that could have easily happened he will probably never walk again people are outraged rightfully so also breaking news i think right now i forget which team it was but one of the nba teams if anybody knows this jump in is like forfeiting the game, I guess, walkie, just, I think. Yes, which I think is huge. Again, we talk a lot about the intersection of pop culture and politics. And I think the NBA is a phenomenal example of that right now with how just outspoken they've been about Black Lives Matter. And also like, think about it. Think about everything. Bring it back to Colin Kaepernick in the NFL. He was put through so you know what I mean? Like he lost his career because of how the stance that he took and now it's the norm like now that's encouraged I just think I don't know like kudos to Colin Kaepernick for kind of being that for everyone before it was okay and like trendy to do so and I just think that's such a phenomenal example that the NBA's recent stances have have reminded me of I just think it's very cool and interesting but to bring it back to to voting I think our vote can and will affect the way police brutality is addressed in our country And that's obviously super pertinent right now. So if you can exercise that to try to make a longstanding change that will positively impact our fellow Americans, you absolutely have to do that. So that's reason number 22, 23. Emma, you want to hit it?
2: Um, I guess like piggybacking off, kind of summarizing everything is the community depends on you and similar to what we've been kind of saying, like stand up for those who just, don't have the privilege to right. so
1: absolutely good points. I'm also going to refer to Michelle Obama again for my next one because her speech just is so good. And she said at some point in that DNC speech, things can and will get worse. Like this is this will only be the beginning of the America we're living in if a change is not made. And personally again, like I don't want to put my political belief I think it's clear <laughs> where I stand at this point and I think it's clear who I'm voting for in November. But for me, Trump is not the answer. Like, I don't think anything's going to be resolved. So I'm voting because I do not want Trump to be in charge anymore. That's number 24 for me. Let's transition now to Allie G, um, who's also sent in an audio clip for us. She also has a lot of great little quotes that she included for us, and I'm excited to hear them. Let me cue her up, you guys. This is Allie Giordano. Here we go.
6: Hello her blog life followers. It's Ali G. I'm so excited to be back for another episode. I think voting is so important and essential in our democracy. I want to share some quotes with you and then I'll give you my reasons for voting. One of the penalties for refusing to participate in politics is that you end up being governed by your inferiors. Plato. There is no such thing as a vote that doesn't matter. Barack Obama. We do not have government by the majority. We have government by the majority who participate. Thomas Jefferson. My reasons for voting are, let your heart be heard. Your morals and values are cemented by this action. It's not just a right, it's a responsibility. Do not dismiss your obligation. And leave the world a little better than you found it. You have the power to make a change. Wishing you all well, and get out there and vote
1: wasn't that cute i was like my heart felt so warm after <laughs> do
6: i have tears in my eyes maybe
2: <laughs> wow that was so beautifully that was so sad. Really good oh, so just brings a human aspect to it you know i'm actually like crying
1: <laughs> Allie g coming in it's hot so like sweet
2: contact. too
1: she's absolutely she has a little voice i just so like she portrayed it yeah her voice is like oh She's gonna be a teacher too. We got lots of teachers on this episode, but like she'll be a fantastic teacher. She's starting so good teaching for a first grade classroom this year. Um, so she's super excited. But I think that'll be so cute. I'm just so happy for her. Allie G, thank you for participating. We love to hear from you. We have another, the most recent guest of the Her Life blog has to kind of round out this episode right now. Brendan Cisco sent us a video which I will share. Um, She lists a couple reasons, she's been like crazy busy so thank you, thank you Brennan for for participating still in this episode.
5: Hi, I'm Brennan. When it comes to voting, it's very, very important that you do. Whether or not you think so, your vote matters. And it is the most powerful right that you have as an American citizen and you should use it. Plenty of people fight wars so that they could have the ability to vote like you do just being born into this country. So take advantage of that. And my second reason that you should vote is because you want to be more diligent than the generation before you. You want to be more aware, more just all around caring and involved. And the best way that you can do that is with your vote. So please, please, please vote. Vote. This election matters so, so much.
1: We love Brennan. She's a great asset to our squad. Okay, that brings us up to reason 29. Does anyone have anything to say or reflect on before we start rounding out this 30th episode special?
0: This question is for the people of of her. When you guys started this uh, broadcast, did you think that episode 30, this is where we'd be? You know, is this how you thought this would play out?
1: No, I, I think no, not at all. I think I would have assumed the 30th episode would be like... The thirty hottest guys we've mentioned on the show thus far <laughs> like, genuinely I would have been a more like on the nose guess for what I would have predicted. I think this. I think this episode came from for a lot of different reasons. I think the timing of it was important. I think with the conventions happening like we've talked about, it was very uh, on the top of my mind anyway. So I I think it made sense. And also I've just been reflecting. Like there are so many reasons, you know, and, and I think. I think the, re- the most impactful thing for me, as I was reflecting, is, is how different re- truly my perspective is now compared to 2016, the last time I voted in a presidential election. So much has changed. And I'm very proud of that. I'm very proud of how differently I view the world and how, I think, much more considerate a person I am for my fellow Americans, genuinely. And I think Fordham had a lot to do with that. I think that changed my perspective. I think knowing all of you changed that in a lot of ways. I'm just... I don't know, I'm different now, I'm more outspoken now, and it feels good, like, I like, it's, like, who is this girl? I like her, that's how I feel. I'm curious what Emma and Hannah think in response to this question, though, too, like, did you think we would be here, like, what do you, what are your thoughts? No, I agree,
3: <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but, I, yeah, a lot has changed, a lot has happened, and I think, yeah, no, I just didn't, I don't know what I thought we would be talking about, because, I don't know, like, lifestyle, like, just I think we had, like, a lot of things we would have been talking about, like, if we, mm-hmm. like, we're living in the city still, and, like, moved into, I don't know, that's redundant,
2: moved into the city,
3: but you know what I mean, like, just, yeah. times are weird, man, <laughs> that's yeah. all I have to say. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I'm also, like, really proud of us that you can see, like, our transition over these 30 episodes that we've talked about like conversations that I don't think initially we would ever kind of talk about and we're like challenging ourselves and I think that's really important to just do with like your friends in general so I'm really happy that we have we've decided to do this episode and talk about various other topics that are mm-hmm. challenging as well.
1: Totally yeah and I think like it, it's helpful even within just our own community like whenever we're shooting an episode like this even if it didn't go anywhere, this is a productive, a phenomenally productive conversation for me. And I would do it even if it didn't go anywhere. But the fact that it is going somewhere makes it feel weightier to me and, and more important. And the fact that people like, are still listening and more people are listening every week, like that is something that's very cool. And I like, like Emma was saying, like, to trace the progress of how this show has kind of evolved and how it's, it's getting more successful a- as we go on is really cool because it's like we are on the right track. And we're making stuff that matters certainly to us and like kind of to other people too that's very cool it's very cool great question kevin thank you <laughs> <laughs> okay any other closing remarks before i give reason number 30 which kind of has to do with what we we're talking about i'll dive right in yeah reason hit it. number 30 for voting in 2020 Here's my thing. If you've listened this long, if you made it to this point in the episode, I'm assuming either you know one of us on this show somewhat well, or you've got a vested interest in what we have to say. And because of that, I want you to know like this took a lot of time to prep. Hannah, Emma, you know, like before this, I was, I was not in a good, like I was very stressed at the start of this episode. It, there was a lot of moving parts, having people come in from the waiting room and having the Zoom party and having like all the videos queued up. I was an, I was very anxious. It took a lot of prep. It's gonna take a lot of editing to make it ready for the airwaves. Like a lot is going into it. And I hope, it is my hope, that that is an indication to anybody listening how how important this is and how strongly we all feel about it, you know? I, I want you to vote so much. I want you to make sure that you are registered. I want you to make sure that everyone else that you know is registered and is going to exercise this phenomenal right that not everybody gets, and we do. And if this episode and its production and process helps to encourage you to do so, that is that's the most important thing our show has ever done so far. And I hope that it continues to do that. Reason number thirty. Bam. That's very that beautiful, it. Rich. I love you guys. Great. Gee, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. It's so cool. I just, I love to have, like, I feel like especially because you were there, like, one of the very first episodes, so it's very cool to watch the whole transition happening. Kevin's been along for the ride the entire time. We don't go a month without having Kevin on the show, so it just feels really cool. I'm glad this group is here. I'm glad Laurel came and everyone who sent in submissions. It means a lot. The Her Ensemble is a really great group of people, and I'm happy to be a part of it. (laughs) All right. I think we'll wrap it up then, guys. Thank you so much. Seriously, thank you to everyone who participated. This is so meaningful to us, obviously, and your contribution means a lot to us and to everybody listening. Plus, when more people are on the show, more people listen to the show, so (laughs) it helps. Um, If you like what you're hearing, make sure to follow us on Spotify or subscribe anywhere you listen to podcasts. Also feel free to leave us a rate or review or share it with your friends. Do all of that kind of stuff. It really helps us. You can also find us on Instagram with some IGTV content at her.blog.life. For a blog post, you can go to www.herbloglife.online. And for behind the scenes videos of our recordings like this one, to see Devin's facial hair, to see Brennan's mood lighting, to see it all, just search it <laughs> on YouTube. As always, thank you so, so much for listening. We'll see you next Sunday for our Labor Day special. I'm really excited about that one. That does it for us.
2: I'm Hannah Lagerfo. I'm Emma Spoldy.
1: And I'm Rachel Malik. This has been the Her Life Blogcast.